don't share enough. We don't share our feelings. We don't share what we're struggling. We don't share any of it. We don't share what we're hurting. We bottle it all up. We cram it all in. We leave it as is. I've got it. Oh, there's probably somebody else that needs it. That Up to this point, I've been reflecting on the wide range of reasons why this could be happening. And it brought me across a couple of things from the spectrum of PTSD to shame to not wanting to hurt anybody to feeling like somebody else needs help, not you. What I kept boiling back to was pride. We as veterans aren't sharing because of pride. Welcome to another episode of On Your Lead. A point man in the military leads from the front, making the path clear and safe. My goal is to provide a point person or guide for you to follow to help you build confidence and locate the next steps you need to take to achieve the life you want. My hope is that you take those steps, then join us on the show to share your success so we can all follow on your lead. Reciprocity is the practice of exchanging things with others for mutual benefit. And the term stems from the word reciprocate, which means to respond to a gesture or action by making a corresponding one. You know, in his book, Influence, Robert Cialdini discusses several principles of influence and how we influence other people on a daily basis. One of them happens to be reciprocity. And it's the one that says, I'm obligated to give back to you and the form of behavior that you give to me. For instance, if I, if you invite me to a party, then I should invite you to a party. If you buy me a cup of coffee, I owe you a coffee. This is a universal standard. I owe you one. Now, anytime we have an interaction with somebody else where they do us a favor, listen to us, share with us anything at all, we're left with an unconscious pull to give back to them in the same way. Now, I'll tell you, if you haven't read his book, I highly recommend it. It's a phenomenal read. It's a great, great book. Definitely check it out. And I bring it up because a few weeks ago, a buddy of mine, a great friend of mine, he had a get together with some veterans. He just wanted to have people to get together, create the space just to meet some new vets, create kind of create some connections. And you know, this person's going to remain anonymous. But I will tell you that he's the dude that stays up late on New Year's Eve, passing out his phone number to all the veterans that he knows to make sure that nobody's driving drunk. I mean, he cares deeply about veterans. I, it's really an understatement to even say that. He would literally do anything to help out any veteran at all, at any point in time. So this large group of veterans shows up to this gathering, a few of them solo, a few of them brought a few friends, and then they all had a blast. It was a good time. They did some activities, just kind of chatting, doing their thing. They didn't dive deep into any specific conversations. It was really just hanging out. Let's have some fun. And the event closed up. Everyone left. Everybody went home. Well, a few hours later, word started circling around that one of them left that event and killed himself. Now, it's gut-wrenching. It really, it took me just several moments to process, checking in on my buddy, making sure that he's okay. I can't imagine how that, the guy that actually did commit suicide, how his family is doing. Uh, it's, it's everything you don't want to hear about. And it hit me really, really hard. It was a really hard thing. It was just, I was a third party to the whole thing. And it's something that we can't not talk about though. You know, my commitment to you was always have that difficult conversation, this level of conversation. And that's what I want to do. I want to unpack it and give it some thoughts to the best of my ability so that we can help other veterans going forward. You know, cause we're, we're unfortunately, we're never going to know the true cause of why this vet did what he did, why he felt the need to take his own life. And yet we must take a moment. We have to unpack it. What causes this level of disruption via the veteran community? And the, the one thing, as we start to unpack it, 
one thing that's not for debate is, is for me at least, is nobody knew. Nobody knew he was struggling. Nobody knew he was hurting. Nobody knew that he was on the brink. In fact, that night, everybody said he seemed fine. Everything seemed okay. The rest of it's up for speculation. Was it PTSD? Was it financial stress? Was it family stuff? And insert whatever thought you want to. It could be anything, but we'll never know. Well, we won't know, and, and really because we don't know. Nobody knows. What we do know, though, is that anyone veteran at that event, anybody listening right here, you're probably thinking, man, I would have done whatever it takes. Me too. I would have done anything. So we know that nobody knew that he needed help, and we know that anyone, anybody out there would have done anything to help this person out to make sure this didn't happen, which to me is the root of the problem, is we simply don't know. We don't know when anybody's hurting, and this is the only reason I can think of, and it's the hard truth that... Veterans don't talk enough. We don't share enough. We don't share our feelings. We don't share when we're struggling. We don't share any of it. We don't share when we're hurting. We bottle it all up. We cram it all in. We leave it as is. I've got it. Oh, there's probably somebody else that needs it. That Up to this point, I've been reflecting on the wide range of reasons why this could be happening. And it brought me across a couple of things from the spectrum of PTSD to shame to not wanting to hurt anybody to feeling like somebody else needs help, not you. What I kept boiling back to was pride. We as veterans aren't sharing because of pride. Yeah, at the start of every reason why you're not sharing, why I'm not sharing, I'm guilty of this too, is I don't want to blank. I don't want to burden anybody. I, it's a pride response. Anytime you put I, I in front of there, this is the ego stepping in your way from getting help. So what I would like to say is so everybody else should say, I'm not getting help because my pride and my ego is too big which is why I believe to some degree that pride kills more veterans than PTSD. At this moment in time, there are upwards of 42,000 organizations in the country, 42,000 organizations in the country right now that support veterans. We have tons of support. What we don't have is tons of participation. All the support, none of the participation, which is my challenge to each of you. This is my challenge. Start to share with your buddies. If you have a pain point, even if it's just a really tiny one, really, really small one, share it with them. Tell them about it. I can promise it's going to feel really good to have this level of conversation with. I promise you. I promise you it's going to. But the bigger thing that's going to start to happen, and, and this is the reason why it's my challenge to you, is reciprocity that we talked about earlier. That's going to kick in. And that's that amazing human interaction piece where we feel obligated to give back to the same person who gave to us in the same form that they gave to us, meaning the buddy that you shared with will be more likely to return this same thing in the same way when they're hurting, when they're in pain, when they're in need, they're going to step in and share with you. Number one, because of reciprocity. And number two, because you made it okay. You showed them the way you made it all right to do so. And our current culture right now as vets is, is we just let everybody know, hey, call me if you need me, call me if you need me, call me if you, but nobody actually calls. We have a, uh, thousands of people saying, call me if you need me. That phone doesn't ring. It rarely rings. And that's my challenge to you is start collecting people up on that offer. Regardless of how big it is, regardless of how small you feel it is, call up your buddy and say, hey, I want to tell you about something. I'm struggling right now. And if you get that phone call, just listen. Just just listen. Be a sounding board. And, and if you are making that call, just let it be a sounding board for you. Most importantly, show them it's okay to have struggles. Show them it's okay to talk about it. Don't judge them. Just listen to them. Just if you have somebody that does this, just listen. If you want to help your buddy, if you want to help out fellow veterans, 
We need to show them how they can help themselves by starting to share our own struggles. A mentor of mine, he shared with me just yesterday, absolutely blew my mind, that the, the most confident stance that we have as human beings is shoulders back, standing up straight, facing the world head on. And when you break it down from a physiological standpoint, the reason why it's confidence and why it's a confident stance at its core is because when you stand up, when you're up tall, all of your vital organs are facing the world around you, facing any potential danger. You're showing the world, this is me. Here are all the things that you need to kill me. And I'm confident now. I'm good. And that's what we need to do because when everybody sees you in that confident stance, that's when you're most vulnerable. When you're willing to stand up in a vulnerable stance, you're confident. Holding your struggles in isn't tough. Holding your struggles in is not confidence. That's the opposite of confidence. Show the veterans around you what confidence is. Show them what it truly is. Share when you're struggling. Then when you need them to share because they're on the brink, they're going to do that too. This is the best way we can help our community is it's to lead the way, to show them the way, to be confident, to make it okay for them to step in and be vulnerable. Remember, reciprocity is the practice of exchanging things with others for mutual benefit. And that mutual benefit is something I love there because, yes, you're going to get something from it. And hopefully they will, too. Give confidence in sharing. You're going to get it from the veterans around you. Give them confidence when you share. They're going to give it back to you and they'll share. One million veterans. Empowering one million veterans is my mission. My name is Thad David. And if you like this mission or this podcast, there's a few things you could do to help me out. And number one is just leave a five-star review and let the world know that you enjoyed this show. Number two, follow or subscribe the show wherever you're watching. And number three, share it with as many people as you think would find value in it. Now, if you have direct feedback for me, or if there's anything that I can do to personally help you out, please reach out to me directly at victoriousveteranproject at gmail.com. I truly look forward to hearing from you. Conquer today.